morning, beautiful people. Happy Thursday. Uh, I woke up this morning realizing it's Thursday. I was like, God, the week flew by. But when I but when I woke up on Tuesday, I was like, man, this week felt like it's long. <laughs> which is it, Babs? Which is it? <laughs> I'm gonna love Babs Love Talk. I'm Babs Rose Ivy. It is so nice to be here on this dry, clear Thursday morning. So can I tell you? The little man that cuts our grass here on the property, damn, showed up at six o'clock this morning running the lawnmower and the weed whacker. I was like, what the hell is that? And then you could smell the gas all through, through my room because, you know, it's an old school lawnmower, but it was loud as hell six o'clock this morning. So I, I text, uh, I text Keith upstairs. He's like, oh, I didn't know he was here. I didn't hear it. Like, cause you upstairs with all your windows shut. I'm downstairs on the first floor. My window's open. Oh, it was terrible. But the grass is cut, so there's that. And and he's not doing it during my show. <laughs> I don't think that little man can win. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> I, I don't think there's no winning for him in terms of uh, cutting the grass at this property. Anyway, happy Thursday. We're out here. So at 11 o'clock, I'm going to run over to uh, the Q House because um, the New Haven Symphony Orchestra is announcing their new musical director, Maestro. And I can't tell you. So you'll know about it at a, come 11 something, a little after 11, you'll, you'll know who it is. Uh, but I had the good fortune of, of going to all the concerts. So I saw all four of the 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 folks vying for it. It was our own version of American Idol. <laughs> it, it was our own version of American Idol. Uh, and even though none of us had a dog in that fight, it was fun to sort of watch the different styles and and chat about, chat amongst me and my girlfriends about who we would have picked. So they were all amazing. Um, although the one that they picked is not my choice. But that's all right because I like them all. So, so, so it was good. 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 So I was very, uh, I was very pleased and excited for them that they, uh, they got to pick uh, somebody. So, anyway, that's the way of the world. I got this pop up on my screen that I cannot get rid of, and you know it's one of these things where. Uh, it, it wants you to respond and I'm not responding. So I'm like, if you don't, if you don't get out of here and it won't, it won't go away. You know, they make these, they make these smart things so smart now that it, it, it makes you, uh, it makes you uh, have to do something that you don't want to do. And uh, and there's no getting out of it. You know, ain't that some mess? And the only way to get out of it is if I go through and uh, do what it asked me to do, and I'm not doing that. Like it won't close. It won't let me do anything, you know. So anyway, that's neither here nor there. It is Thursday in the Elm, and tomorrow's Friday. so. And I think it's going to rain tomorrow, which I had plans for tomorrow. 
Happy birthday, Michelle Turner. Michelle Turner's birthday. Well, her celebration is today. I don't know if today is her actual birthday. I'm, I don't have it in my calendar. I think it is because I think her and Gary Hogan share the same birthday or close to the same birthday. Anyway, happy birthday. So I'm going to go see her. And then Concorp is having an open house today um, because, you know, they put a deck on their building. <laughs> they tricked out the, the common space. And, uh, and so they want people to come see it. So I'm going to run by there later today and see their newly tricked out space. Uh, and, uh, and that'll be that. So, you know, anyway, that's, 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 that's what I got going on today. Uh, the paper is already put to bed, so I don't have paper duties. I do have to run by there um, because uh, I just have to. And then uh, let's see what else is going on. Uh, so many, so many. So anyway, we all got the news about the young sister who said she was kidnapped or whatever. And that's all I'm gonna say about it. I don't I don't have any thoughts about it. You know why I don't have any thoughts about it? Because and I and I get that this is the general mood that no, we're not gonna drag her. And I know people are dragging her. Like people, people are gonna drag her because people, you know, we we are who we are and uh we do what we do and and uh that's what it is. But for the most part, the comments that I've seen. People have been um, people have been very kind and generous and 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 thoughtful about how they reply to this. And particularly, and and I've seen a lot of black men responding in kind. So that gives me um, that gives me great hope. You know, I mean, there are some people who are just complete assholes and are are just being mean spirited, and that's who they are. And you you know you expect that but the but the overarching vibe i get uh is uh one of grace so i'm gonna go with uh grace for her you know why because there's still black women missing and oftentimes black women are never believed or looked for so you know what clearly there is uh, something afoot with her and I hope that she and her family she can get the help and the support that she needs uh, that she needs and that's it that's I think that's how we have to start looking at some of these things you know even and and refuse the uh the will to poke fun and listen I'm all for poking fun don't get me wrong and there are some funny memes out there. Uh, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, there are still women, Black women, who are missing, who are not looked for, who are not, um, yeah, who are just not looked for. And, uh, and, and, and they have families who wish uh, they would be found and be returned to them so uh so that's that's where i am with that 
I'm just gonna leave uh I'm just gonna leave it at that and uh move on. Just move on. <laughs> I'm just gonna uh I'm just gonna move on. There's other things to think about in the world. And uh And, and although we should put our attentions on mental health stuff, absolutely, uh, until we're ready to sort of make some real inroads in that, you know, I think these kinds of things uh, are going to continue to happen. So that's where we are. That's where I am. You know, uh, that's where I am. And, and I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to leave it. That I'll leave it to uh, uh, cooler heads to prevail. And uh, I'm trying to. Uh, oh, I need to put some light on. You know, ever since my light's been working, I've been like not automatically turning it on because it's, you know, weird. I'm like, okay, let me just turn it on. And, oh, yeah, so that looks much better. That looks so much better good morning harry wherever you are hey paul beasy wherever you are it's summer i love summer so let me see what's going on in the news cycle oh somebody won the billion dollar is it powerball somebody won so somebody won in california and you know what i wish i hope it's some immigrant <laughs> I hope it's some immigrant family and they just bring their whole peoples over and they buy a big house in some white ass neighborhood and just get on people's nerves. I, I hope that's what happens. That's that's my wish. And then somebody here in Connecticut won the million dollars of that money. So, uh, so I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I got to check my tickets because it could be me because I did buy a ticket. I think I bought two tickets. <laughs> oh, you know, if I win a million dollars, it'll be like I won a billion dollars. I'm not kidding you. Oh, maybe not. Maybe I have to be like, shh. No. I'll have to just be quiet. And uh, and see what happens. So there was a uh, a meeting last night. So I'm on a New Haven Independent site. So the first thing up there is tech with tech witnesses lead to swift murder arrest. So several people said they saw someone stab a 49 year old man to death during a fight at a Fairhaven intersection. Two separate cameras caught the stabbing on video. And so within three days, police arrested the alleged killer. How people think they could just kill people and just walk among us? I guess because they're used to it. I, I don't know. Or they have nowhere to go. Or they regret and they don't know how to come around. I don't, I don't, I don't know how that works. I, I don't, I don't know how that works. So interesting. The crisis response team ups its game. The city's non-cop crisis crew will now be on call for twice as many hours a day, and they will remain reachable throughout the night and respond directly to emergencies without police or fire intervening first. 
So I guess this is working out. I have my trepidations about this because I feel like I don't want these people walking into uh, dangerous situations, but so far, so good. So, all right. And then Newhallville endorses amid talk of change. So with gentrification and adult education on their minds, Newhallville Democrats endorsed a political newcomer for Alder while casting their support with the incumbent mayor and splitting on a school board seat. Ooh. Okay. So I don't I don't know what this means exactly. I don't I don't mingle in uh, Newhallville politics. Uh, I stay aware, uh, but I don't go to those meetings and I don't have a voice in that. Like I don't lend my voice. I I talk to people behind the scenes because I just don't want to be in it. Uh, I got too many eggs in the I got too many eggs in the pan. So 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 there's folks running. I don't I don't is 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 Dustin running? Justin, what is it? I don't know if he's running. I don't think anybody wants Addie Kimbrough. She's mean. <laughs> Girl, how are you going to stop? I don't know what you, I don't know. I, let me be quiet. I'm going to leave it alone. Uh, I'm just going to leave it alone. So, uh, Democratic Ward Co-Chair Vereen confronted Goldson about his initial vote against moving adult ed to the Newhallville location. Um, she said she was really, really disappointed in his vote. And, uh, and you know, uh, he believes the alternate Orchard Street location would have been a better choice for adult education. But he has fully, he was to fully, fully support adult ed's moving to Newhallville now that the choice has been made. Okay, so. Uh, very interesting. Um, hmm. Interesting, interesting, interesting. So I'm just trying to, I'm trying to see, I'm trying to read to see um, where the current alder is. So uh, there's a first time candidate, Brittany Mabry uh, Nye Black. Uh, in the three-hour meeting, along with Justin Elliker, who faces, you know, all the people, <laughs> uh, and and Michael Smart is city town clerk. He's been city town clerk forever. He's about ready to retire from that, isn't he? Uh, let's see. Darnell Golson was there. Andrea Downer. So I guess she's challenging Darnell Golson. I, I don't know. So yeah, I, I'm not I'm not invested in politics this deeply on the local level. I stay aware and I stay abreast, but they're not in my ward. So so anyway, let's see, two candidates, a new homeowner, and Addie Kimbrough, longtime block watch community garden, and current alder Devin said he is not running again for the seat. Okay, so Devin isn't running. And uh, I wonder what he's going to do now. You know. Wow. So. Okay, well, if the, if the community wants these people, um, 
I don't I don't think anybody wants Kimbrough. She is mean, man. Oh. <laughs> she is not fun and she is not nice. So uh I think this new sister might be a good um uh this this young sister Mabry Nyblack is uh works with local 34 and New Haven Rising and so they've been she said they've been working on all of New Haven which affects New Hallville so uh okay that's it was a good conversation Kim Harris asked some questions uh Yeah, so. Okay. So he's not running. Uh, okay, Devin. Uh, you put in a lot of work. Okay, so so that's anyway. Go read that long article by uh, Laura Glesby. Uh, New, New Hallville endorses amid talk of change. So this ought to be very interesting. Uh and then let's see, there's something else. Warmth, warmth found amid the fires. So I think this is a jazz musician, Jamil Raglan. Yeah. So uh, this was at, where is this at? The, the, the Bushnell Jazz Festival, Hartford. Okay. So somebody went and covered that. Okay, cool. So go read about that. Uh, hmm. There's a new Q poll, 47, 40, a, a Q poll hints at voter dissatisfaction and support for an unnamed third party candidate. So a new Quinnipiac poll found that 40% of voters said, as of right now, they would consider a third party candidate for president. Like of these United States? with neither President Joe Biden nor former President Donald Trump knocking it out of the park on favorability, almost half of the country would consider another option. Uh, Tim Malloy, a polling analyst for Quinnipiac said, you know, I used to work for Quinnipiac polling many, many years ago. So, well, Trump is the presumptive favorite to win on the GOP side for the third time. Uh, getting the support of 54% of the Republican and Republican-leaning voters. The Republicans got a real problem. And I, you know, I don't know how this is going to play out. I don't, I don't, I don't know how this is going to play out for them. But Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is a distant second with 25%, while South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley and former Vice President Mike Pence are at four and 3%. <laughs> now they announced a while ago and they're only at 4% and and Trump is at 54%? Lord, black Jesus. And Ron DeSantis is 25%. He didn't fire everybody on his team. I like, somebody, somebody tap him on the shoulder and say, listen, Ron, you cannot make up a you cannot catch Donald Trump in the 25% deficit that you are already experiencing. You, you're not gonna catch him. He's gonna insult you and grind you into a pulp. And he's already doing that. So you can't win. 
So you just wasted money and time and energy. But I know ego will keep you out there running. It will, ego is a potent drug, potent. So you're not gonna, you're not gonna, you're not, unless Donald Trump actually shoots somebody on Fifth Avenue and people see it. <laughs> and by people, I mean, other than Republicans. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know what I don't know what to tell y'all. Y'all got a real listen, Republicans, anywhere and everywhere, y'all have a real problem on your hands. But you knew this when you let this genie out of the bottle. I got no sympathy for you. And then Robert F. Kennedy Jr. garnered 14%, and Marianne Williamson has 7%. Okay. You know, Biden has 74% of the Democrats. So so 74% of the Democrats is pretty strong. Because we already looked across the aisle and we're like, mm, not that. So, you know, Biden had a, a, a slight edge over Trump leading the rematch with a 49-44 tally. So Donald Trump cannot win again. I'm telling you right now. Uh, but this theoretical third party foolishness, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I, I think we cannot, we cannot want a third party in the midst of being unhappy with the candidates of choice. Because that makes it a reactionary decision. And reactionary decisions unless it's a fire, it's not a good idea because you will come to regret that, particularly if a third party candidate comes up that you don't like too. And, and what is a third party candidate? Is that like a low Wiker kind of vibe? I don't, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to understand. Is that a Lieberman vibe? Is that a, like, how do you, what is the third, what, what would that look like? So while people are, and I and I know, and I say Lieberman because he's out there with this un, unlabeled party, unlabeled. <laughs> the fact that they're saying an unlabeled party is a label. I, is it me? <laughs> uh, am I, the, hello? Am I the only one seeing this? Unlabeled is a label. So you should, you would have been better off saying yourselves, you know. The Bones Party, and uh, and and I and I say the Bones Party only because I had Sticks Bones on the other day, and he told me Bones was an acronym, um, Brothers of Noble Excellence and something, B O N E S, Brothers of Noble Excellence and something. I can't remember what it was, but I thought it was really cool. That's a label. So, and I, and I had text Paul about Lieberman because I, I didn't think he was still alive because I hadn't heard, you know, doesn't he live in Greenwich or somewhere? So I hadn't heard anything about him. So I thought he had passed to the other side. Nope, listen, no disrespect, none whatsoever. This is, we don't hear from people, particularly people of, of a certain age, it's like, oh, maybe they passed on. Uh, 
a no labels party, which is a label. Hello. <laughs> anyway, um, I think people want elections to go like the way they go on American Idol. That's that's how that's how I think. I think people want to vote the way they vote on American Idol. They want to vote on somebody who's cute and you know who's fun and wears nice clothes and funny and witty and snappy and I guess you know. And I think the Biden administration has to do a better job of just putting out there. This is what the hell I did, that and and put it just out there. This is what the hell I've been doing, and th- and then and then put up a bigger. Sp- scorecard of then this is what the hell trump did and then underneath all the stuff that you had to go and undo put it in red underneath it and send that around the country that's how petty i would be if i wanted to win to be president again i would put all the stuff that trump put into uh, into play under his four years of horror and then i would come back with a damn red marker and say, this is what I had to fix, this is what I had to fix, this one I'm working on, this one I'm working on, this one I'm working on, how you like me now. See, that's how I, that's how I would do this. Because clearly the American public is having amnesia. And then I'd make a big sign, insurrection next to it, <laughs> January 6th. I'd put a big sign next to it. I'm not kidding you. I, that's how I, and then I would get that crazy, little video that that taylor what's her name marjorie green whatever her name is the crazy one from georgia who <laughs> I, I i don't get them so she's up there giving a speech somewhere and she's she's saying biden is like he's just trying to finish the programs that fdr started and everybody's like uh where's she going with this and and like education and jobs and i mean she's just going in I'm like, girl, are you are you voting for Biden? Like, I'm just trying to, because you sound like you singing his praises. Because all those are good things. So you are not for none of those things. <laughs> and then, and she's saying it. She's trying to be sarcastic, but it sounds celebratory. <laughs> I would just, I swear to God, I would just use that campaign to. I would just run it everywhere. And I would incense her. And she'd be like, and what's she gonna do? Come back and say, I didn't mean it like that? Well, girl, how'd you mean it? And 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 what are you for? You not for these things for Republicans? Republicans are not for these things. Help me understand. <laughs> I'd put her ass on the hot seat, but that's just me. I swear to God, I would run that in the ground. I would fundraise off that. I was like, look, look, even Marjorie Taylor Greene is endorsing. President Biden. Look at the praises she is singing. She is liking him to FDR. <laughs> that he that he and he alone can continue the work of FDR the Great. Oh my God, I would run that in the ground for all eternity. <laughs> and she couldn't explain this if she wanted to. I know she wish she would have just not said anything, but they're not like that. They have to speak. And now I see Ted Cruz is on the war path against Barbie. You know, Barbie is an inanimate object. <laughs> you know, Barbie doesn't have a uterus or a vagina. She doesn't have any of that stuff. She's not of childbearing age. She can't have children. You know why? Because she's a damn doll. <laughs> 
Well, yes, yes, Barbie was an astronaut. And I have a, a presidential Barbie that I got from the campaign school when I was there. Um, uh, I got a um uh I got an Ida B. Wells Barbie, I got an Ella Fitzgerald Barbie. You know, Barbie's an inanimate object, you know, a D-O-L-L. Somebody, somebody ought to touch, touch him and tell him. Or is he jonesing after Barbie? Is Barbie his ideal woman? You know, one that doesn't talk and stands on her tiptoes all day? These people, you cannot make this up. I, I can't wait till Saturday Night Live comes back in the fall and they just go ham on this. Like this stuff writes itself. It's like Ted Cruz, right? Ted Cruz. So you got a war on. And, and then and the Fox News people, and they, they've not learned, not near lesson. <laughs> they not learned that near lesson getting sued and got to pay money and all those kind of stuff. And they they just go with it. They just run that. So this is what Ted Cruz says uh, I, I, on, on Barbie. And, and help me, help me, Lord, Black Jesus. Uh, and I guess he's talking about the the, the Barbie movie. So, uh, <laughs> so, so Ted Cruz is on this rant about stuff. I don't, I don't know what it is, but uh, you know he's stupid, and and he like he doesn't he doesn't seem to mind showing up as stupid. He doesn't seem to mind it. I think he thinks it's cute. I I don't know. Do pe stupid people even know they're stupid? I don't think so. So from Dr. Seuss to Big Bird to Barbie, Ted Cruz keeps taking an interest in the politics of pop culture. And, and he also keeps embarrassing himself. I know his wife has got to be, I know his wife has got to be like, you know what, I'm not even messing with this guy because he didn't even defend me uh, when the president said I wasn't attractive. <laughs> How do you stay married to a guy like that who the president says, well, your wife ain't even cute. Your wife is not even pretty. <sighs> so I don't know. Steve, Steve Bennon wrote this article for MSNBC.com. Uh, and, you know, he, and he goes, he starts with, it's not uncommon for politicians to take an interest in pop culture, but it's best when they do so in a coherent way. Senator Tom Cruise, for example, is amazingly bad at it. Uh, yeah, he's bad at everything. I, what is he good at? And are those even his kids? I don't even know. For example, a decade ago, just six months into the Texas Republican congressional career, Cruz tried to condemn the Affordable Care Act by reading Green Eggs and Ham on the Senate floor. The difference with Green Eggs and Ham, when Americans tried it, they discovered they did not like Green Eggs and Ham, and they did not like Obamacare either, he declared. They did not like Obamacare in a box with the fox in the house or with the mouse. And, and you would be wrong, Senator, because you're stupid. There was, however, a small problem with the effort. Cruz apparently did not read all the way to the end of the story, since Dr. Seuss, main character, discovered that, in fact, indeed, he liked green eggs and ham. <laughs> I, I, I... This is the level of stupidity that I think you have to go back to kindergarten to get a refresher and a remedial for. Because if you can't finish green eggs and ham and understand the, the story of this, 
And then you try to use it as a metaphor for your own evil ends. Then you deserve the, 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 the bitch slapping that you get across the world for being this ridiculous. So that was, you know, six years ago. But he, you know, he didn't learn a lesson. So two years ago, he tried again, launching a surprisingly aggressive offense against Big Bird. You know, Big Bird who lives on Sesame Street, you know, Sesame Street, Sesame Street, Big Bird, where I learned to read. My mother said, I learned to read because of Sesame Street at three years old. I was reading at three because of Sesame Street, but okay. So the Muppet, uh, so, so he launched a surprising aggressive offensive against Big Bird because the Muppet used social media to help inform kids about important public health information. And Cruz insisted that the Sesame Street character was guilty of promoting government propaganda. You know, you are an American. <laughs> what, what government propaganda? <laughs> Have you even seen Sesame Street? <laughs> so the senator's criticisms were weird and misguided, but as we discussed at the time, he didn't seem to care. And the more Cruz faced pushback, the more he kept the offensive going. I know his wife has got to be like, I really hit the jackpot with this guy. I, unless she's equally stupid too. And maybe she is because she didn't leave him when the president called her unattractive. And not that you should leave your spouse for that, but your spouse didn't fight for you. He didn't say, my wife is beautiful, or I, I take offense. <laughs> didn't do any of that. So, so he, the Washington Post report noted at the time that the Republican senator tweeted or retweeted Big Bird attacks far more than he commented on mass casualty event casualty event in Houston that happened around the same time. So rather than, you know, tweeting about the shooting that was going on in his state, he's on Sesame Street, which, you know, Sesame Street is a fictitious place. There's no real Sesame Street. I mean, like where you could actually go and hang out. I mean, you could go and hang out, but you can't go and hang out. So the good news is Cruz has moved Dr. Seuss and Big Bird. The bad news, the GOP lawmaker is now worked up about Barbie as the New Republic summarized last week. A growing number of voices on the right are accusing the upcoming Barbie movie of pushing Chinese propaganda. The film, which comes out July 21st, which is tomorrow, stars Margot Robbie, and Ryan Gosling as Barbie and Ken, who leave Barbie land to explore the real world. In one scene before they leave, a rough hand-drawn map of the world can be seen in the background. The map includes the so-called nine-dash line, a much disputed division of territory in the South China Sea. The accusation is incredibly foolish as Dan Dresner, a professor of international politics at Tufts University explained last week, the cartoonish image from the film is a nonsense map. There are squiggles and arrows and hashtags and dotted lines all over the damn place. 
To the extent that the map is supposed to depict the Pacific Rim, the dotted line is nowhere close to where the actual nine dash line is. In other words, the map is not a secret message. It's not intended to warp audiences' minds. <laughs> and yet, there was Cruz taking an exceedingly weird interest in the movie. In fact, a spokesperson for the senator told the Daily Mail last week, China wants to control what Americans see, hear, and ultimately think. And they leverage their massive film markets to coerce American companies into pushing Chinese Communist Party propaganda, just like the way the Barbie film seems to have done with the map. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Soon after, Cruz kept at it, suggesting that Barbie is somehow responsible for promoting Chinese propaganda. Oh, I, I see it clearly. <laughs> if the GOP senator wants to take an occasional interest in the culture outside of politics, fine. But I'd far better, it'd be far better for Cruz if his cultural commentary wasn't quite so absurd. Big Bird isn't his enemy. Dr. Seuss can't be used to undermine support for the ACA. And the idea that Barbie includes secret political messages from Beijing is incredibly foolish, even by the low standards of Republican politics in 2023. <laughs> Maybe Cruz should pick up a new hobby. Maybe something to do with governing and trying to pass worthwhile legislation. <laughs> Let me, let me read that again. <laughs> maybe, maybe Cruz should pick up a new hobby. You know, maybe do something with governing and trying to pass worthwhile legislation. <laughs> I, I, I wonder what the Chinese, are the Chinese people sitting around saying, yeah, 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 yeah. We are influencing the world through Barbie. You know, that Western blonde. <laughs> oh, stupid is the stupid does. <laughs> I, I just think, I just think, you know, Ted Cruz is just, he can't do the hard stuff. He can't do the hard things. So when you can't do the hard things, you just make up ridiculous things to do because you cannot do the hard things. And, and this is an example of that. He can't govern. He can't legislate. He, he's not, he's, you know, he's not articulate. <laughs> he's not intelligent. He's not any of the things that, that warrant him being in that role. So rather than say, I, I'm not good at this, or rather than admit that he's, you know, throw up, he, he just goes down these rabbit holes that don't make any sense. And he just looks ridiculous and, and stupid. And I guess, you know, if that's all right, I mean, if that's what you want to, if that's how you want to go down, I guess, I don't, I don't understand it. I mean, you, Texas doesn't have anything else to be legislated on or governed on other than Barbie as a propaganda tool of Beijing. <laughs> Every time I say that, it just cracks me all the way up. It just cracks me up. I mean, I, I think, I think if, if we're going to, if we're gonna if we're gonna really make the case that China's 
pressing, pressing us on some stuff. I, I, I wouldn't pick Barbie. <laughs> I, I just wouldn't pick Barbie. You know what I would pick? I pick the damn cheap TVs <laughs> that we have grown so accustomed to having. Cheap TVs. We like cheap TVs in this country. <laughs> that's, you know, we like cheap appliances, not just TVs, but we like cheap appliances. So I think that's where I would hang my hat first. If I, if I was going to accuse China of propaganda, I would start with TVs. <laughs> I don't, I don't think I would start with Barbie <laughs> or, or Ken or any of their friends. <laughs> unless, unless somehow or other they put some spyware in Barbies. I don't, I don't know. It's a, it's a bridge too far, Cruz. It's a bridge too far. Go listen, go pick up some, some legislative briefings and immerse yourself in some work. Cause clearly you have too much time on your hands. You have too much time on your hands if you are spending your time worrying about Barbie and Ken and their clique. Because, you know, they're not real. They're inanimate people. They're inanimate objects, rather. The Barbie movie is a movie with real people, but Barbie isn't real, although she was named after somebody real. But it's a doll. So, you know, not unlike Superman or Batman or Spider-Man or Aquaman or grimace from mcdonald's i mean so you know <laughs> i think you'd have a better fight with grimace i think you'd make a better case advocating that grimace might be a tool of, of chinese propaganda <laughs> i i like that better <laughs> i don't know why i like it better it just seems more plausible you know i don't know i i could be wrong so anyway that's 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 the news of the absurd I'm a, I'm gonna, you know, I have forgotten about um I have forgotten about the big bird beef and I have forgotten about the green eggs and ham. So that was a that was a lovely reminder. <laughs> oh, I, I I honestly want to see what he picks on next, to tell you the truth. I mean, if, I mean, I, he doesn't disappoint in the stupid category. He doesn't, he just doesn't disappoint, you know. So I, I kind of dig it. <laughs> listen he's in texas i don't care texas is that's what if that's what you like that's what you like I, what am i what am i gonna say i'm sitting over here in connecticut i listen we don't have that level of stupid in our in our congressional uh legislative body look what we got <laughs> we, we we got the 18 you my friend <laughs> you not even on the bench <laughs> Deep in the heart of Texas. Listen, we got the A team in Connecticut. I don't know what they got in Texas. God, Lord, help you. I don't, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna leave it right there. I'm gonna leave it right there. So yeah, I just, I find the humor where I can. People, the world is crazy. I try to find the humor. You know, I saw the news the other day. Um, some space junk fell on these people's uh, yard, fell in their yard, and they can't quite identify where, what it is. So I don't know. I don't know if it's, I mean, I'm sure it's human space junk, I guess, or maybe it's some other space junk. Um, 
but you know, every every now and again we get these these stories about space junk falling from the sky. And you know, that that I don't know about you, but that makes me unusually nervous. <laughs> Cause there's no warning for that. <laughs> Did, when it starts to fall, does somebody at NARAD notices and says, hey, there's a, something coming to into the atmosphere? Like, I, is there somebody monitoring space junk? Is there somebody out there looking to see where stuff is falling from? I, I just find that unusually unsettling that you could just be home and space junk could hit your house and kill you or hit you or hit your car or make a big hole in your pool or some old mess. And there's no warning. Like they don't have anybody monitoring the universe for stuff hurling towards us. There has to be. Is that a job for AI? Because I mean, we all on this AI, put them to work doing that. Can you program up these little robots to notice space junk hitting the earth and then pinpoint before it hits the earth where it's going to hit the earth so we could like wake people up and get them out of their houses or whatever i mean i don't think it's killed anybody yet has it do i even want to go down this rabbit hole and look this up i'm just saying i don't i don't know i don't i don't know what i don't know seriously it's just weird I just think that somebody would be monitoring that because it's been happening a little frequently, you know, and then this la latest piece is big, big, big piece of thing. And then, you know, and they can't fit. And there's no like, they don't write on these things to say, uh, you know how you have uh, uh, identifying things on stuff, you know, like codes and numbers and stuff. They didn't have none of that on that. I guess this was before. I guess what goes up must come down. And so if it went up, maybe they do that now. I don't know. Like put a stamp on it or something on all the pieces so that you know this came from ship number blah, blah, blah. The, 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 you know, the Star Trek. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I, is anybody thinking like that? I would think that every piece that gets on a ship has a code and, and some script on it so that it can always be identified. And if you're not doing that, why aren't you doing that? I mean, that's just getting an engraver in there and just engraving stuff. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just thinking about this too deeply. But I just feel like, don't you want to know where this came from? What ship it came off of? Is it that much junk up there? And we already know. We, I, I think a couple of years ago, there was this piece that came out that China has too much space junk up there. They're not there. They don't seem to be concerned about cleaning it up. I was like, so you... You already trashed in your country and, and the world. And now you want to go into space and trash this it's space. This is why aliens is going to, I'm going to add aliens to the, to the list of things that's going to do humans in. Because aliens are going to be like, you know, until humans learned how to fly into space, it used to be clean. <laughs> now, now I'm flying around. I'm, I mean, I'm cruising in my, my my rocket ship and I I gotta worry about uh, you know human debris from that dirty ass planet Earth. <laughs> I, it's not a bridge too far. Uh, China has a lot of stuff up there. A, a lot of people have a lot. 
So we have to figure out how we're going to, how do you clean that up? Just leave it up there floating. Oh, well, we did what we were supposed to do. We got all the information. It's dead. Let it just float out there. Is that what we're doing? So we comfortable, we already comfortable trashing the earth, you know, because water supplies, air supply, land. We are, we are comfortable with that, living with a level of pollution that is ungodly and, and obscene. So we're good with that. But you mean to tell me we're also good with leaving junk in the heavens? Where's the religious right when you need them? <laughs> they should take this on. Stop leaving space junk in the heavens. <laughs> I want to see them take that on. I want to see them get all rowdy and, you know, marching on NASA and all these other space play, whoever, whoever got space cred, march on them and say, stop polluting the heavens. <laughs> that'd be, that'd be a good use of your time, evangelicals, instead of policing women's reproductive bodies, you know, instead of get out of uteruses and get into space. <laughs> That's what I suggest. I'm standing by that. Get out of uteruses and get into space and go clean up the heavens. I'm just saying. <laughs> ah, man, listen. Huh. So, yes, yeah, so I saw that piece on Space Junk and it freaked me out. I was like, what? What is that? You know, and it fell and it was in their yard. And you come outside and you're like, what the hell is this? <laughs> Oh, did you also see the uh, the airline? <laughs> I don't. I, uh, so I, I'm gonna go in a, in a few minutes. Um, there, uh, the 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 you know the the stairs. Like when you when you have to crash land into the water, or we have to crash land. The stairs came off an airplane. You know the emergency landing stairs thing came off the plane and crashed onto onto some property i i, I don't even so that's me so 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 this is how my brain is working so when you see like the big powerball win of a billion dollars and they say you have a you have a better chance of getting struck by lightning uh a meteor hitting you or some space junk hitting you you have a better you have a the odds are more in your favor for that than winning powerball Okay. <laughs> so so I say that to say play Powerball because if those are the odds that you have a better chance of all that other stuff, you might as well say, well, if, if I'm going to get hit by a meteor, I might as well just go play Powerball. The odds are the same or my odds are greater. So take the chance. That's That's real chance right there. Take the chance. That's real. That's real chance. <laughs> that's that's real chance. So I wish they would stop saying that because people get struck by lightning all the time. <laughs> so it's not like oh we've never had anybody struck by lightning. People get struck. I've seen cases where people got struck by lightning two and three times. I was like, you have some. Listen, either you have really really good luck or really really bad luck, depending on your state of mind. Like, I feel like if I got struck by lightning once, I'm playing Powerball the rest of my life. I'm playing Lotto the rest of my life. I'm just, even if it's just a dollar, I'm just, I'm just playing it because I'm just am. <laughs> so 
So I say all that to say, I'm not going to wait for lightning to strike me. I'm going to play Powerball. I'm going to check my tickets because I bought tickets and I live in Connecticut. I might be a million dollars richer. Might be. We shall see. <laughs> we shall see. We shall see. So tomorrow uh, on my show at 10.15, uh, the folks that are, are are kicking off the Black Wall Street Festival uh, downtown in the, in the Temple Temple's Plaza. So they're going to be on tomorrow to talk about, you know, why this is important, why this is necessary, and when it's happening. People can come out and, and participate in, in all the blackness of it. So, uh, and uh, and if you see Aaron Washington, he's got some great uh, uh, little PSA videos that he's been posting up, and they are cute, 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 and he's cute, cute, cute. And uh, so he's going to be my guest tomorrow. So I'll be back. I'm going to go get me some water, and I'll come back and talk some more ish. <laughs> I ain't no joke. I used to let the mic smoke. Now I slam it when I'm done and make sure it's broke. When I'm gone, no one gets on. Cause I won't let nobody press up and mess up the scene I said. I like to stand in the crowd. And you're listening to WNHHLP 103.5 FM. Streaming live at NewHavenIndependence.org. I'm Southern Connecticut basketball coach Scott Burrell. Born right here in New Haven. I won an NBA championship with the Chicago Bulls. So I know a great defense is a game changer. That's why I support New Haven's Health Department's Take a Shot campaign to help defend teens against meningitis. Whatever your post-high school life is, take a shot now and help keep yourself, your friends, and your family safe and healthy. For more information, visit nhbbax.org. While COVID may not stop a baby's heart, isn't a child with a rising fever, cough, and chills enough to make your heart skip a beat? Children are 19% of reported COVID cases with higher rates in Hispanic and black children. Vaccinated six months to five-year-olds are 80% less likely to get COVID, which means 80% healthier New Haven one-year-olds and 100% happier New Haven parents. To learn more, visit nhbvax.org. Cause you're expressing the rhyme that I'm styling This is what we all sit down to write You can't make it so you take it home Break it and bite Use pieces and bits of all my hip-hop hits Get the style down packed in it's time to switch Put my tape on pause and add some more to yours Then you figured you're ready for the neighborhood chores The EMCE don't even try to be When you come up to speak don't even lie to me You like to exaggerate, dream and imaginate Then change the rhyme around that can aggravate me So when you see me come up freeze or you'll be one of those seven MCs. They think that I'm a new jack, but only if they knew that. They who think wrong or they who can't do that style that I'm doing. They might ruin patterns of paragraphs based on you and you. Or be DJ if anything he play sound familiar. I'll wait to eat, say, play him. So I'ma have to diss and broke. You can get a smack for this. I ain't no joke. Microphone like a grudge, be a whole of 
so the needle don't plunge. I hold a conversation, cause what I invent, I nominated my DJ the president. When I'm see y'all, keep a freestyle going steadily. So pucker up and whistle my melody. But whatever you do, don't miss one. There'll be another rough rhyme after this one. Before you know it, you're following the fiend. Waiting for the punchline to get the meaning. Like before the moral of my story, I'm telling. Nobody beats the arse, so stop yelling. Save it, put it in your pocket for later. Cause I'm moving the crowd and be a rector fader. No interruptions till the mic is broke. When I'm gone, then you can joke. Cause everything is real on a serious tip. Keep playing, and I get furious quick. And I take you for a walk through hell. Freeze your dome, then watch your eyeballs swell. Guide you out of trouble, stage darkness. When it get dark again, then I'ma spark this microphone. Cause the heat is on. You see smoke in the finish when the beat is gone. I'm no joke, no joke. time in my life, I see I need love, there I was, giggling about the games that I had played with many hearts, and I'm not saying no names, then the thought occurred, tear drops made my eyes burn, cause I said to myself, look what you've done to her, I can feel it inside, I can't explain how it feels, all I know is that I'm never dishing of the raw deal, playing make-believe, pretending that I'm true, holding in my laugh as I say that I love you, saying I'm more, kissing you on the ear, whispering I love you and I'll always be here, although I Often reminisce, I can't believe that I found a desire for true love floating around inside my soul because my soul is cold. One half of me deserves to be this way till I'm old, but the other half needs affection and joy. And the one that is created by a girl and a boy, I need love. that me and you 
to share. Clean and unsoiled, yet sweaty and wet. I swear to you, this is something I'll never forget. I need love. Blast it like a shoddy My recall kicks so hard it bumps your body Me, I'm the last 
This is Harry Droz and you're listening to WMHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven.
Welcome back to the second hour of Love Babs Love Talk. It's Thursday. I'm in the big chair having a good time. Thanks for listening. Hey, Susan Clinard out there listening to me talk all that Barbie propaganda nonsense. <laughs> Let me give you some update because, you know, uh, Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated is uh, in their uh, convention and it's the 56th National Convention, uh, July 18th uh, through the 23rd. And they are in uh, Indiana somewhere. So uh, I just got word from my soror, Victoria Christopher Murray, author uh, of the best of the newly minted best-selling book, uh, First Ladies with uh, Marie Benedict. Uh, so I have this book and I have the, uh, the other one, the personal secretary too. But anyway, uh, we've uh, we've got some new sorors, some new honorary sorors, and this is what we do to honor uh, some extraordinary women. And though, so this year's uh, newly minted honorary sorors, uh, and I'm so proud uh, to uh, have them as members of uh, Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Uh, 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 Katanji Brown Jackson, Justice of the Supreme Court, my new soror. Rashida Jones, president of MSNBC and uh, a Hampton University graduate. Glad to have her in my sorority. Deborah Lee, past CEO of BET. Glad to have her in my sorority. Channing uh, Dungy, first black president of a major broadcast company, chairman and CEO of Warner Brothers Television Studios. Welcome, Soror. Bonnie D. Uh, Jenkins, ambassador. Welcome, Soror. Phyllis Newhouse, CEO of Extreme Solutions. Welcome, Sora. And Tamika Catchings, Olympic gold medal winner and former star in the WNBA, including being Rookie of the Year. So welcome, sisters, uh, to Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. I am uh, proud, 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 proud. So, uh, so they're there. I think they got, what, one more day? And then they... Uh, then they make their way. Uh, they make their way back uh, home to all points. And God help you if you're anywhere trying to get on an airplane, uh, airport with all them deltas. <laughs> I'm just saying. Listen, if 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 you anywhere in Indianapolis, you trying to go here or there. God help you. Them deltas is taking over, has taken over. So don't if you live in Indian, Indian, wherever they are, Indiana, don't try to go downtown. Don't go eat. Don't go shop. Just let just part the waves and let the red go through. That's all I'm gonna say. Cause it'll be to your advantage. Cause them sisters gonna drop all kinds of money. Cause they got all kinds of money. And uh they're gonna drink up all the liquor. So you might wanna, you might want to uh replenish after they leave. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, listen, I'm telling you what I know. I ain't been to a, a, a national conference in a very long time. Uh, you know how I feel about meetings. Everybody knows how I feel about meetings. <laughs> and I'm so grateful that there are sisters who don't feel the way that I do, who actually want to go to meetings, go to meetings, get it done. Because otherwise, uh, you know, because I can't do it. <laughs> I I don't have want to um I don't have want to sit in the meetings that I have to sit in. So I'm gonna just tell you right now. 
I'm just gonna tell you right now, I don't, I don't like, uh, you know, I don't like, I don't like uh, meetings. So there you go. So yeah, so all the stores are posting up all these these new deltas, and it's very nice to sort of see. So it's so nice, and you know the new ones, they love to wear all the paraphernalia. You know what I mean? Like everywhere they go, they got on red and white. <laughs> Buttons, pins, coats, hats, bags, socks, shoes. I remember being new. I had all that stuff too. <laughs> I get it. 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 So anyway, uh, so that's the news. That's the news. That's the news. Uh, and that's some good news at that. So uh, I done had enough of... Uh, uh, Oh God, I'm, you know, let me tell you something about these classified docs. Uh, I've had enough. <laughs> I don't hear anything else about it. Everybody's got, does everybody have classified? Everybody who has classified docs at the house, raise their hand. That, seriously, let's go, go through Congress one by one. You got some at your house. You got some at your house. You got some, and then just have a, a what do you call it? A pardon day. And just a pardon day and say, everybody with classified docs at their house, br bring them, bring them over here, put them down. We're not gonna ask you no questions. That's that's really what I wanna. That's really what I wanna uh say. Cause I don't I don't know what else to say. We're not willing to uh we you know we're not willing to do anything other than what? I don't I don't know what else we will do. We're not gonna arrest people. We're not gonna throw people in jail. I mean, we could find them. I mean, we could we could find them. We could kick them off committees. We could, you know, censor them. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> and I and I listen. I'm not trying to make light of this because you know having classified documents is just not a good idea. You know, I think. I think the body has to decide how to deal with classified documents and, and, and make sure that everybody understands what classified documents are. And, and there must be some misunderstanding. And, and I'm not talking about Donald Trump. He deliberately took stuff and they asked him for it nicely. And all he had to do was just turn stuff over. So he created this whole firestorm because he could easily say, oh, my bad. I didn't know when they packed up stuff, they just packed up stuff. I, didn't, I don't even know what this is. But but he doubled down on it like an idiot and, and created this firestorm for himself. They was trying to give him an off-ramp. I, I, ever since Harry said off-ramp, I've been using off-ramp. They've been giving him an off-ramp and he didn't take it. I was like, you have to be some kind of new, new stupid not to take the off-ramp that they're giving you. I don't know what you think they was going to aha you about because they, they wasn't doing that. They didn't aha you. I have stuff in my hair. Yes, I do. They did not hire you. So I don't know. So I, I think there has to be some more protocols around and 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 around classified documents and who have access and, and what is classified documents. Because I'm just this this is just it just seems like it's a waste of my time. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like it's a waste of the American time. And I think it's, I think it has real significance, but it's so convoluted that it's just like, okay, 
Can everybody just give up their damn documents and be done with it? And let's start all over again with, okay, no one gets to have these documents. And let me tell you why. And these are, these are, this is what classified means. And if you have, and then you, and then, and not, and just have all the aides understand that they are responsible for making sure that nobody walks out of here with damn classified documents. Even if you have to make the boxes pink or some old thing, it's, you know, in the spirit of Barbie, make the... <laughs> Make make classified documents pink so there's no mistaking. So if something's classified, then it has to be pink. And then if it gets declassified, then you have to put a different color sticker on it. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Barring the stuff that Trump did, who deliberately took took stuff. So I'm not, I'm I'm not, I'm not giving him an out. <laughs> I'm giving everybody else a a, a out. Because because I, Biden, Biden, not sitting around like, oh, let me pack up these classified documents and put them at the house. I don't think that's how that went down. You know, I don't know. It's just too much. I, I can't, I can't. We need to stop having these conversations. Uh, you know, I'm just gonna. <laughs> there's nothing i can do there's nothing i can say I, let's move on let's let, come on country let's move on to the next thing i think there was a i think there was a shooting in in new zealand recently yesterday and somebody said are americans in new zealand <laughs> And funny, it's very, that's funny. That's funny. That's, that's funny. I thought it was funny. So at least two killed in New Zealand construction site shooting. I mean, you don't hear about that kind of stuff. So a gunman kills two in Auckland uh, before the Women's World Cup opening. Now, is did he shoot these people because he's trying to get ahead of the Women's World Cup and just being an asshole? Did he shoot these people because, because you know, it's a it's rare there, and you know what they're gonna do? They're gonna really crack down now. Whew. So, a rare multiple shooting in the center of Auckland just hours before the opening of the Women's World Cup rattled the city as tens of thousands gathered to watch New Zealand play Norway in the first game of the tournament. New Zealand Prime Minister Chris Hipkins outlined details of the attack in a hastily called news conference, confirming that three people had died, including the gunman and several others were injured. So emergency services rushed to the city center business district just after 7 a.m. local time uh, yesterday, which is today, after reports that a man armed with a pump action shotgun had opened fire on a construction site. Why? So he moved through the building site, dis discharging the firearm as he went. And upon reaching the upper levels of the building, the man contained himself in an elevator. Shots were fired and he was located a short time later. So news footage showed heavily armed police dressed in body armor and carrying rifles flocking to the scene and uh, cordoning off swaths of the district, the business district. Hipkins said the actions of the police officers um, who ran into the gunfire straight into harm's way in order to save the lives of others was nothing short of heroic. New Zealand Police Commissioner Andrew Coster said one officer was shot as he attempted to engage the gunman and four civilians had moderate to critical injuries. 
Costa said the suspect was under home detention, home detention orders, but had an exemption to work at the construction site where the shooting took place. So this was where, so was he beefing with somebody? And the incident was believed to be related to his work there. So the man had a family violence history. Ah, but there was nothing to suggest that he was presented a high level risk. Uh, he did not have firearms license. New Zealand police said the shooting did not pose a national security risk as officials confirmed the Women's Cup opening ceremony and first game would go ahead as planned. In a statement, uh, FIFA said it extended its deepest condolences to the families and friends of the victims. And FIFA has been informed that this was an isolated incident that was not related to football operations and the opening match tonight at Eden Park would proceed as planned, the statement added. However, plans to show the match on a big screen at a fan zone in downtown Auckland was scrapped out of deep respect to those who lost their lives. And the mayor's office and Auckland Council said in a statement, the fan festival will open from midday Friday. Um, and that the and that uh, the statement added. So tourism in New England, New Zealand also canceled a welcome event schedule for the opening match because the location is within the area cordoned off by police as they investigate the shooting. So the central business district in Auckland is the commercial heart of the city, a base for blue chip international firms and the gateway to the famous Harborside, which is lined with restaurants and bars and home to the main ferry terminal. So shootings are relatively rare in New Zealand, especially following the introduction of a strict gun laws in 2019 after a mass shooting in Christchurch uh, left 50 people dead and led to strict new laws curbing firearms being passed uh, in a matter of days. So Auckland Mayor uh, Wayne Brown told New Zealand Public Radio RNZ that the shooting was a dreadful thing to happen in our city at a time when the rest of the world's watching us over the football. New Zealand will face Norway at Eden Park in the opening match on Thursday, which is today, in one of the world's biggest sporting events, co-hosted by uh, New Zealand and neighbor Australia. Players from the United States Women's National Soccer Team, USWNT, also addressed the shooting at their inaugural press conference. Unfortunately, in the US, I feel like we've dealt with this far too many times. Uh, forward Lynn Williams told reporters, looking over the cordon, Nisa, uh, Nisha, an American tourist who had traveled to Auckland to watch the World Cup, described the shooting to CNN as incredibly tragic, especially at the start of the World Cup. There's so many people coming in. There's so much excitement. Nisha, who declined having her surname published, said uh, said news of the shooting surprised her. In places like New Zealand, you just assume a level of sort of safety, right? She said. So, uh, so yeah. So places like that 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 they feel this very acutely because it's not common to them uh, to have people coming in and shooting at other people in public spaces so but the game will go on and uh because that's a lot of money you can't blow that so so, <laughs> so so they're gonna they're gonna uh they're gonna play the game and uh i wonder if they had the game on at canon you know canon is the uh that english pub in New Haven, or mirrored after English pub, football, soccer, all the things. So I bet you they have it on today. So anyway, 
So the person was killed who did the shooting. And I guess they'll get to the heart of it. He probably was a disgruntled employee. I mean, why else would you go back to the place where you work with a gun? You know? So anyway, that's what's happening in New Zealand. When I saw it up on, I saw it in my Facebook feed and somebody said, are Americans over there? Because they, what they were alluding um, about was uh, the Americans do that kind of thing. Like that's unique to us. <laughs> and honest to God, it is. I mean, we just shoot people. You know, we just, we walk into bars, stores, movie theaters, sporting events. We just shoot everybody. You know, we just shoot people. So, you know, we have a gun sickness in this country. I know, don't come for me in our because I will fight back. I will bark right back at you. Because you can't tell me you satisfied and you, you accept the fact that people can walk into schools and kill children. Not one time, not two times, not three times, a bunch of times. You good with that. So I was like, all right, be good, be good with that. But don't be mad at me if I say, we have a gun sickness in this country. Uh, honest to God, gun sickness. And uh, and until we are uh, until we uh, are prepared to sort of deal with that in in real meaningful ways, then you know we're going to keep having these you know mass shootings, which is what the number one killer of kids, not not disease, <laughs> guns, gun violence. So anyway, I saw this piece on the Daily Beast. Uh, Tahanisi Tanihisi Coates. Um, crashes a school board meeting over removing his book from class. <laughs> you know what? That's what all these authors should do. They should just roll the hell up into these school board meetings, you know, in the States where people are doing this dumb banning books like they stupid. You know, South Carolina school board meeting. A South Carolina school board meeting uh, in which community members railed against an African-American culture writer's award-winning memoir about a racial injustice featured a special guest appearance. Tanisi Coates, the famed author in question. On Monday evening, the Lexington Richland District 5 school board met to discuss the outrage concerning Coates' 2015 nonfiction bestseller, Between the World and Me, which he repeatedly, which, which has repeatedly caused political literary mayhem among reactionary right-wing communities and then placed on book ban list. <laughs> This whole book banning stuff just seems, it just feels like I'm in a I'm in some kind of old movie or something from the 20s. So in February, after getting approved from higher-ups, an AP language teacher at uh, Chapin High School conducted a lesson involving Between the World and Me. The book, written as an essay to Coates' son to pre prepare him for the life he will live as a Black man, details personal accounts of Coates' life and his firsthand experience with racism. However, the lesson was shut down and the book was removed from the course after the students filed a complaint claiming the book made them feel guilty for being white. Now, I, I don't know, I don't understand these white kids feeling guilty and their parents co-signing co that guiltiness for being white. No one is asking you to feel guilty for being white. This is how you learn. This is this is this is see. This is how we this is how we fall down the 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 international rabbit hole of stupidity. 
because other people come over here and they understand our culture and our history. And then we over here messing around. We don't want white kids to feel bad about being white, but they benefit from whiteness all the time. You benefit, you benefit, but you don't want, but you don't want to know how you benefit from the whiteness. You don't want to hear how your whiteness uh, has overtaken the world and, 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 white supremacy reigns supreme. You, you don't want to hear about that, but you want to benefit from your whiteness. You want to, and you benefit from your whiteness. You know what? Sit out of class then. So they, so they want to, so they, so they, what do they want to, they want to take every book that talks about any black person's experience of racism in this country. Seriously? That's what you want to do? <laughs> so anyway, so according to the, uh, according to the footage obtained by CVS 19, a slew of people wearing blue rallied in support for the book and for academic freedom during the board hearing. And Coates sat in the back of the room next to the teacher who assigned the book as a sign of solidarity. What matters most to me is that my students have the ability to hear six or seven opinions on one topic and come up with their own thesis, supported with evidence and come up with an independent conclusion, says Superintendent Dr. Akil Ross. Sometimes there's going to be topics you agree with and there's going to be topics you disagree with. Academic freedom says, even if you disagree, there'll be another opinion presented to our children. Our democracy needs that. It damn sure does. But if these dummies wanna roll this way, go start your own school and go do it. The Taliban is more to your liking. You you would like the Taliban stance on education. Go go there. Go go start your Taliban school because that's that's the level of crazy you operating from. So so Pen America, a literary human rights organization, called the book's removal an outrageous act of government censorship and a textbook example of how educational gag orders corrupt free inquiry in the classroom. But these people don't want free inquiry. They want to be taught that people weren't slaves, they were guest workers, um, that women don't want the right to choose what is in the best interest of their bodies, and that women have no business in policy. They want to, they want to choose that narrative. They, they, and it's all connected. It's just all crazy. So anyway, we cannot, I hate these little, these little ads that pop up all the time. It's getting on my nerves. Okay, let me see. Let me get back to it. Uh, so anyway, we cannot become critical thinkers. We cannot become critical thinkers without being uncomfortable in some way, one student declared while directly addressing the lexicon rich and rich, rich and board. If students can't learn these things in a safe space like school, how are they, we, meant to make good decisions and think critically? The board did not conduct a vote after public discussion. Of course they didn't, because they thought they was they wasn't gonna they put they were put on blast, and so they don't want to look like they're stupid. In a statement to the Daily Beast, Lexington Richmond District wrote that it is important to understand that Between the World and Me is not banned in our school district. Superintendent Ross is committed to providing additional training on how to use books like Between, what do you mean how to use the book? The teacher was using the book in the absolute appropriate way. Referring to international baccalaureate courses and, and policies on teaching about controversial and sensitive issues. This training will cover how to determine if the material is appropriate are you kidding me? Stop this foolishness. Just stop it. So Coast did not respond to the Daily Beast request for a comment on Tuesday. I, I, I don't understand this mess. It's like we're going, you know what should happen? The kids that don't want to learn this stuff, let separate them out. 
if their parents don't want them to, you know, if their parents don't want them to learn any of this, put them in a different class and let them learn something else. Basket weaving or something. Oh no, that's rooted in blackness, not basket weaving. Some something, something that's white. I don't know what it is, but do something white. I don't know. It just seems seems a level of crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Anyway, why are they cutting his hair? I'm I'm looking at a I'm just looking at this. I'm like, you know. Anyway, I'll leave it alone. Not my kid. You want to cut his hair? Cut his hair. I just think people are just a little, a little high strung. You know, I I don't I I'm 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 so I'm so outdone by the amount of control that people want to have over people's intellect and women's bodies and and all the things. I I'm just. I I I'm trying to make sense of how we are coming back around to these things and what is it that they hope to achieve? Like what is the end game? That does not bring peace because people are going to fight back against oppression. I mean, they just are. I mean, they just are. So I don't I don't understand what this is about. Um, you know, this level of of control that they want to exact on people. You know, and so many things that we fought long and hard for are being rolled back. And it's unconscionable to me, you know, that women that women can't have the right to choose what they do, uh, what they want to do for reproductive health, you know, um, banning of books, not offering AP classes in African-American studies, um, um, do, doing away with affirmative action as it pertains to uh, college admissions. You know, and and California is a good example. They already did this, and 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 their mission suffered, and and they're still trying to figure out ways how to get people of color to 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 be in these schools. You know, it's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous, and it's as if four hundred years, it, it was just a dream or something that oh. Sure, that was a bad thing. Sure, we we stole people and harmed them and maimed them. We threw their children to to alligators and we raped them and we beat them and we took away their culture and we made them breed each other and all this other kind of stuff and 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 said, oh, you're not even fully human. You're three fifths human and 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 we're not going to allow you the right to read and write. We're not going to allow you the right to gather. Um, so we're going to curtail your movement in every which way we can. And although you're 13% of the population, you're going to be 70% of the prison population. I mean, you know what I mean? Like the singular goal is just white supremacy, you know? And I don't know why people are willing to accept that men and women of good conscience are willing to accept that. And, you know, it does not take away your culture or your history if you fight for somebody else's culture and history. It is all intertwined and interconnected. And, and some of it is bad and some of it is good. 
you know, and you have to be on the history is going to going to gauge this uh, harshly because the stories are being written now about what this time is, and people are going to be are uh, going to be uh, written harshly about. I get it, you know, I get it, I get it, and it's unfortunate, but but you know, at the same time. And I've been listening to Neil deGrasse Tyson talk about how difficult it is to be alive, uh, to be a human and alive at this very moment. Like it took an exorbitant amount, an extraordinary amount of of magic and and evolution and <laughs> science to to get each and every one of us alive at this particular time. And so I say, and I always say that whoever's alive right now, we were meant for this time. And because we were meant for the times, we have everything we need intellectually, spiritually, and soulfully to prepare us for this time, even though it feels like we don't. <laughs> but we do. We are we are made for these times. Those of us that are standing, we are made for these times. And because we're made for these times, um, all the tools uh, that are necessary, we have them. And that all the, the problems of the world can be solved at this particular moment. We can solve problems. We're just choosing not to. And yes, it's complicated, but we are built for complexity. So so I'm going to dip out a little early today, Harry, because I want to get to the press conference over at uh, the Q House for the New Haven Symphony Orchestra launching their new uh, person. Uh, musical director. Harry didn't waste no time to cut me off. <laughs> I'll see y'all tomorrow. Aaron Washington, Black Wall Street Festival, tomorrow, 10 15. I'll see y'all.